What's happening? We are back. We are here for you. We are live. Morning, studio. Morning. Everybody here had a good break. I was going to say I assume, but I've already talked to everybody. <laughs> you already know. It's not like the first time I see you guys when we sit down to go on the air. But uh, yeah, good to see everybody back. I always look forward to coming back to work. But last night I had a rough night. I, I guess I had left the garage door. I thought I had closed it. But I must have just kept it slightly cracked. And we have so many alarms on our property, cameras. And if anything is not right, and cameras go off and people, cops are calling my phone. It's a whole thing, right? We're very protected here. We've had too many issues with people trying to break into places. So we're very protected. But I guess I left that and we had a winter storm move in and the door blew open at like one in the morning. And so all of a sudden, this, uh, my alarm starts going off and I'm going, well, I'm about to be a hero or I'm about to die. Mm, yeah, those are your two options. Well, yeah, because if there's someone who's broken in, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm about to take them down, yeah. protecting my dogs, and most importantly, my wife, mm. or I'm about to get killed by somebody who's broken into my yeah. house yeah. Or, or is on our property. Okay. And so you, you, I can look and see exactly where the sensor has been tripped. And it says garage door. I'm like, well, that's a perfect place for a burglar to come in, isn't it? <laughs> and so I'll say this. I arm myself. But I, I'm... I'm not cool about it. Like, I'm not going around the corner swinging a gun. I'm, like, peeking around. <laughs> I'm like, this is last... This is like, I'm still... Like, I'm tired, but I'm, I still have a little bit of adrenaline going because I couldn't get back to sleep. So I've been out forever. So I'm going to be... What are you wearing? Boxer shorts? No. Eddie. Un- underwear. Yeah, just kind of picturing <laughs> great, great. Just trying to picture. Great. I have a cut-off Kip, I have a cut-off Kip Moore t-shirt okay. that says Wild Ones on it. <laughs> and boxer briefs. Great. And socks. Good. Oh, bad idea. You might slip. I put the socks on because I might have to go outside, and it's oh. a little, it's cold now. <laughs> okay. So I crack the door, and I'm look, looking out the door, and I'm, I'm trying to look in the living room. I don't see any shadows moving. I don't hear the dogs barking. So I, like, tiptoe all the way through the living room, and I'm trying to get to the garage. <laughs> and so I have to go through a couple other more, uh, couple of, and there are dogs in these rooms, and the dogs are still, for the most part, asleep. And I'm like, okay, nobody's come through, because if someone had come through, the dogs would be up. And so I get to the garage, though, from the inside. And I crack the door. And I'm moving it real slow because I don't want it to creak and the robber know and then come at right. me and attack me. Right. So I, I open it quietly. And I, because I'm so scared of this happening, I constantly WD-40 the um, hinges the hinges on the door. So they don't squeak? Yes. Oh. I do it in my bedroom too because I get up so early. I don't, I don't want to wake Caitlin up. Mm-hmm. So Smart. Oh, the door opens quietly. I'm looking at my garage. I'm looking under the cars, like from the door. <laughs> Where nothing. is he at? And I, I just see the door slammed open. And then I hear the winds, and I'm like, oh, crap. So then I go and shut the door, and I go back and get in. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. But the whole time, I'm like, all right, I'm one, it, it, I'm one second away from either killing or dying. Okay, did you? how did you leave Caitlin in this moment? Like, do you— She didn't tra- know. She was asleep. Well, you didn't, like, wake her up for a final kiss? No need. Okay. Yeah, that could have been the but last yeah, time you yeah, saw yeah, her, dude. You're either honestly. living or dying. I didn't need to. Okay. Oh, because you knew that you were going to be living. Nope. And if I was dying, I wouldn't know the difference. And you know so did you tell Caitlin that you I were a hero? No, I didn't. Well, because I wasn't. I, but I said, hey, the alarm. She slept through everything. And whenever she woke up at like, I don't know, 4.30 or something, because I was moving around, I was like, hey, the alarm went off. And I had to go take care of it. And she goes, take care of it. What does that mean? I said, well, it was just the wind. But I took care of the wind. Yeah. <laughs> See, you were a hero. But the fact that you went out armed and you were ready to handle yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. She's Proud gotta, of you. She's hey, going to like that. It sounds good now. <laughs> But I can tell you, if you'd have seen me, you wouldn't have thought I was ready to handle How it. How was that heartbeat? I was scared to death. <laughs> yeah. 
but I but I knew there was if something needed to be done, I, I was mm. going to do it. That's right. Uh, but we're here. We're here. I'm good. we got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we've been gone a couple weeks. A lot of stuff's been happening on the news. Um, the big news headline from our past two or so weeks, Amy, what do you think it is? Um, Betty White died. Betty White died, yeah. Yeah. She turns 100 on January 17th, I believe. Yes. Yeah. I know, and there's this whole... Uh, like celebration documentary type thing hitting theaters on the 17th to celebrate her 100 years. So I assume they'll still do that. but just They are a, still doing it. D- but in a different way. I had a friend who was riding on her 100th birthday show. Oh. Oh, that got canceled. Oh. Yeah. She's not going to be there, obviously. Right, they just have to do, do it different. But I saw some memes that were like, hey, you know you've lived a great life when you lived in 99 and people said you died too early. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's true. Uh, so Betty White died. And I was doing New Year's Eve on CBS and hosting that show. And then it happened like two hours before the show started. And they didn't write anything about it. We were just trying to get a show off. Between COVID and COVID, uh, Sam Hunt getting it, Zach Brown getting it, El King got it. Everybody was scrambling. The weather was uh, supposedly going to storm all night. And so I just got up there and was like, hey, guys, we should acknowledge Betty White. And the crowd who was ready for a big country party was like, you know what? You're right. And they all just kind of said, they all clapped and cheered and... You know, kind of an organic moment, but everybody loved Betty White. Yeah, just so loved. It's um, crazy. I would go, if I'm going to follow that one, John Madden died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was a massive influence in my life because he was the biggest influence in professional football, American football ever, because in, he was a Hall of Famer in three different ways. And so John Madden died. What another headline was, Elf on the Shelf, Eddie and I's Christmas song, went TikTok viral. It did? Had no idea. Oh, wait. How how did that happen? Exactly. So, <laughs> Good question. Raymundo, will you play a clip of Elf on the Shelf from The Raging Idiots? I wish the elf on the shelf would elf himself. Thank you. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll, my friend Mike <laughs> Sines sends me a TikTok with a person who's got one million likes on it. And he goes, hey, I think this is your song that's being used. And it was... And then there were like 5,000 videos made with Elf on the Shelf. People were doing funny stuff with Elf on the Shelf. Uh huh. So my life has changed. I'm like Walker Hayes. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Walker Hayes right than you. Yeah. 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 I didn't that, even know until right now, probably. Uh, I just found out. That's wow. crazy. Really? Yeah. No, oh, wow. Before I told no, you. No, no, right now when you talked about mm-hmm. this. I forgot about it until right now. But <laughs> wow. Elf on the Shelf went TikTok viral. And I wonder if we make any money from that. Yeah, that's a good question. How do you find out? Like, I don't know. Do we get Chili's now since uh, Walker Hayes got Applebee's? <laughs> well, what? That's what I was going to say. What restaurant did you mention in the song? None. Dude, we should write a song uh, just about Chili's. We yes. totally should. Or Sonic or something. Yes. Just for the sake of, especially Sonic, because they're like big headline. They're our big show sponsor now. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, had that happened. That's huge. I'm sure I have a hundred other things to, to talk about. Um, but just glad everybody's here. Scuba Steve is not here. Oh, boy. He may be in later. Not what happened? Sh- not sure. He's been delayed for like two days on flights. Yeah, I'm canceled. He's been going from city to city, like everywhere across the country. The, oh, and man. he said he may get in this morning, but the last time I talked to him was yesterday, and he was sent from Hawaii to Las Vegas uh-huh. to California to Austin. I think oh, Dallas. my goodness. Yeah, because all the flights are canceled or, or, or postponed, so he's just trying to— oh. He's so sneaky. I've been texting with him and talking about the show. I mean, yeah, I guess now I realize that he's not physically here, but we've been texting and communicating as like very normal for the last few hours. Mm-hmm. So like last night and even this morning during the show, and I thought he was here. Mm-mm. He's acting like it on text. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's always here. Yeah. Like, I, he's had like no, yeah, he's I had always no here. idea. <laughs> that is here. crazy. <laughs>
Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hola, Bobby Bones, since you speak Spanish now. I'm looking for advice regarding my boyfriend of five months. We are in our late 20s. I scroll through my Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, read texts, etc. when he's next to me and can see my phone. I do it without even thinking because I know nothing's going to come up that I wouldn't want him to see. He always opens his phone and has it face down and never leaves his sight. He never opens any notifications or scrolls through any social media if I'm not around. Not that my gut feeling is that he's cheating. More of that he's following accounts and girls that are, well, you know. I can see a future with him and don't want to come off as accusing him of anything. So how do I bring this conversation up? Sincerely, a girlfriend with slightly hurt feelings. Well, first of all, you can go look, see who he follows. Go to his page and see who he follows. Yeah, easy. That's easy. I keep my phone down most of the time out of habit through this show. Because if it's up and it goes off, I will be distracted during the show. I'm like my dog. Squirrel. So my phone stays down, but I do that at home now too. My phone is always face down and always silent. Even when it doesn't need to be because I'm just used to it. So I think early on, Caitlin was weird about that. She was like, why is your phone always down? I was like, just a habit. But you know in your gut, your instinct is he's keeping something from you. You're probably right. You can't accuse him with no information, though. So if you do see something or you do come across something or he is, then you can say something. If you just start accusing for no reason, it's probably not going to end well for you. But I'll tell you this, you're probably right that something is up. Because your intuition, for the most part, is pretty solid. So what I would do is I wouldn't be, I wouldn't press him, but when you do see something, bring up all of your feelings based on the information that you have. Because eventually it's going to screw up. If he's hiding something, eventually he's going to screw up. Can't hide it forever. But like you said, you don't think he's cheating on you, and you're probably right. I don't know if he's following girls that do dirty movies. I have no idea. But you can look by seeing his followers. And who he follows. Yeah. Thank you. That's actually what I meant. Yeah. I figured. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, Amy, your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think that communicating it with him is the first or the right. Do you want next. her to communicate it right now? I think it's the with right. With no basis? I, I mean, how does she wait for, if nothing's going to come up, like how does she wait for something to come up? Well, something may come up. But then she has to wait, Just and then it's gonna, ru- and then it's gonna be like always in her head, and that's no way to live. So, so what would you suggest? She could just, I think that she could communicate. That's the next right step because it could be nothing. I was just watching that Sex in the City reboot show, and I'm not gonna say anything, but Carrie, the main character, had built up this whole storyline in her head, and she thought it was something, and then once she was able to communicate about it, she realized. Oh, she turned it into a bunch of different things that it wasn't, and there was a lie in her head, and then it ended up not being that. So just, you know, an example from TV about how, but that's true. We can do that in our heads, and it spirals. She said, I can see a future with him and don't want to come off as accusing him. Then you don't have to come off as accusatory. You can come off as, why are you going to have, how you gonna like have this talk and not be accusatory? That's how, my point. How did Caitlin tell you, ask you about the phone down? Like, how, how was that approach? Well, my phone was down, and that's what yeah. she brought down. up. Yeah. But does she accuse you? Like, hey, that's weird. She probably just said, like, hey, Bobby, why is your phone? It was so long ago. Yeah. I don't even remember. <laughs> but it was something like, why do you always keep your phone down? Or, no, no, it wasn't. Because she actually, now that I think about it, she kind of did what I'm suggesting. 
way later on when she realized it was nothing, she was like, I used to think you put your phone down with something. Oh, but you never had that conversation. Yeah, but she but she was like, I didn't want to come off as accusing you of something. Yeah. So she just I know, but there's so there's not a way to communicate without accusing. I don't know. It's a um, that's what he's asking us. I'm just saying if he's hiding something, that is a bit suspicious, but it's hard to grab somebody on something when you have no proof. Yeah. And he's just gonna be like, Dude, stop, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And it's not I'm basing all this oh. on how dumb guys are. Yeah. So you can go with Amy's and be like, we need to talk. I know you're I doing nothing say- wrong, but we need to talk about it. I did I did not have an aggressive tone like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to talk is a little what would you aggressive. Me? I don't know Dude, how this It's me. It's me. I go. don't know how Hey, can I tell you about some thoughts I have in my head right now? And it'd just probably be really helpful if I said them. And then you can tell me, you know, if there's any validity to what I'm thinking and feeling. Well, if it's about the bikini chicks I follow, I don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> this, knowing that you follow these bikini chicks, the story I'm telling. But you don't know. But you don't, she doesn't know he does. Oh, she doesn't? No, that's what she okay, said. fine. Yeah, okay. Well, you said that and then it made me rethink. She does know? So I would just say, hey, I don't know. The story I'm telling myself is da 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 and then he can be like, oh, well, here's the real thing behind it. And I get it. He's probably going to be like, okay, you caught me. <laughs> Amy I gives know. you the healthy approach. But that is. I give you the approach based on how a dumb guy is going to react. Yeah. So choose your fate. Mm-hmm. It's like a pick your adventure book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hey, thank you for the email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, let's play the Bobby feud. Some retail industry analysts estimate that nearly $90 billion worth of gifts are returned each holiday season. Now that Christmas is over, everybody's going back to the store not to buy stuff, but to take stuff back. The top 10 most popular returned gifts. There are 10 answers on the board. Okay. What's returned the most? Amy. I read something about this the other day. Pajamas are returned the most. Pajamas. Yes. Pajamas, pajamas. Show me pajamas or pajamas. Woo! Wow. Where do you see that? Clothes? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask if it's okay. that yeah, I was like, Okay, well, we'll take close. Raise the judge here, Ray and Mike. Okay. okay. You got one point. One point. Number one answer so was clothes. Bones, now there are no more yeah, clothes. Yeah, shoes fall No more that? clothes. Got it. Um, there are clothes. There are no more clothes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with... You can still say shoes if you want. Yeah, I'm going to say shoes because a lot of times people don't know the right size. Okay. Show me shoes. <laughs> Correct. That's number two answer. You okay. Three points. All right. Here we go. Jewelry. Show me jewelry. Oh, Lunchbox still eight answers on the board. Most popular return gifts. Electronics. Show me electronics. <laughs> Show me electronics. There you go. <laughs> Video games. Yeah, I thought about Put that. Put that as electronics. Okay. Um, That's worth seven points. You take the lead. Bam. Now I'm out of them. Uh, what do you take back? What do you not like? It's easy. Roof, roof. Roof, roof. Animals. What? <laughs> Brutal. Interesting. <laughs> Show me pets or animals. <laughs> All right, Eddie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Bones. Uh, 
I'm going to go with nail polish or makeup, something like that, because it's different tastes. Show me makeup! Yes! For three points. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of kids, so let's go. Sometimes you get uh, toys, and they're the same as the, the ones that you just bought last week. So give me toys. All right, the answer is toys. Survey says... Mm. All right, Amy, back over to you. Oh, wow. Okay. How many rounds do we do, Mike? Three rounds? Okay. Amy, over to you. I've had a lot of time off, guys. I yeah. forgot how to do I the show. I don't know if this falls under electronics, but like household appliances. Okay. Show me appliances. Oh. Number five, kitchen appliances. Good job, Amy. That's a good one. Solid guess. Amy takes the lead. Returned, most returned items. Shoes, clothes, electronics. Um, what else could people get in return? What do you return? Oh, look at my clock. It's counting down. Perfume. Okay. That's good. Fragrance. That's good. At the buzzer, perfume. Show me perfume. <laughs> yeah, good job, Amy. Number six. <laughs> Four answers left on the board. Dang, that was good. I don't know. Oh, oh, uh. Okay. All right. Workout accessories or equipment. Show workout me workout stuff. accessories or equipment. <laughs> what? <laughs> Number four, athletic equipment or gear. Oh, what wow. on earth? Now, eight, nine, and ten are still on the board, so there's a chance for everybody to win. Go ahead. Can you return? You can't return gift cards. You can't return cards. You can't. Top ten most popular return gifts. Kitchen appliances, we already said. Uh, And that's time. I'm sorry, Amy. Wow, nothing, I Amy? <laughs> nothing. Lunchbox. I'm scared. Yeah, man. There's a long line when you go to the bookstore. Oh, books. Because everybody's like, I already read that one, so I need to get a different one. Give me books. Show the guy books. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eddie. Okay, okay. Now, I mean, now I'm just going with what do people give people. So uh, I'm going to go with board games because there are so many of them, and you may just have a, a bunch of monopolies. Show them a bunch of monopolies. <laughs> All right, speed round, guys. You have five seconds to answer. I want to say your name. Round three is always a little faster. Amy, you are in the lead with 18 points. Lunchbox with seven. Eddie with three. So all three of you are still in the game. But Amy, you're up. Go. Vacuum. Show me vacuum. Lunchbox, you need one here. Yeah. Linens. Isn't that what they're called? Are yeah. they called not linens? Sheets I don't know. and stuff. Yep. That Go is with in it. there. Go with it. Show me linens. What? 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 Eddie, you need two you for don't the give win. You those satin sheets. I'm taking them back. For the win. Gift cards. Be- I don't even like chilies. Why are you giving me a chilies but gift card? You can't return, return gift cards. You can. Uh, show me a gift card. Playing <laughs> 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 with my emotions. <laughs> uh, that's incorrect. Amy, you are the winner. 18 uh, points. Yay. The other three on the board are home decor. Oh, okay. I was going to like say lemons. furniture. Would that account? Not lemons, no. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, tools. Uh, I had lawn equipment. Mm-hmm. And I would have given you that one. Dang! And number 10 is candles. 
Oh. There you go. Amy, you are the winner. Nice job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La la la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La la yeah, yeah. la. La la la. Yeah, baby. Happy New Year, everybody. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Congratulations to Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin. They surprised fans by announcing they had their second baby. It's a little girl named Cody Jane. She was born on December 30th. Ernest released a collaboration with Morgan Wallen. The song is called Flower Shops. Morris announced she has new music coming out this Friday. She'll be releasing a new song called Circles Around This Town. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Angela and Elliot, they both live in Columbus, Georgia, and they wanted to foster kids. So they got certified. And a few months later, they started fostering four kids and as they got to know the kids, they got to know that they had siblings, but were in other foster homes spread about two hours away from their home. So they were like, we've got to get these kids. So it took a, t- a couple months, maybe three months to go find these kids, get through the system. And finally, all the kids are all together. And not only did they foster them for a couple of years, they got to adopt them on Christmas week. Oh, wow. I'm surprised the courts were even open. I know. So they walk out and there was a big sign in the front yard that said, you've been adopted. Wow. So oh. that was a huge Christmas wish that was granted. How many overall in the family? I mean, how many kids did they adopt? There's seven total. They've adopted six and they're working on getting the seventh one currently. Oh, amazing. A lot of siblings, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's a big family. That's a good one. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. So what's your resolution for this year? Ooh, I didn't really make a specific one, but I have a list of things I want to be intentional about. And one of them is taking more walks, but with just me, not anybody else, and no audiobook, no podcast, nothing, just me and nature and my thoughts. But that's a resolution. You just made it more hippie. Okay, fine. You like to go on more walks. <laughs> well, I mean, with I'm no not going to be all. De- I mean, I, I want to be intentional about taking walks with me. And nature. There you go. What a resolution. That's good. It, and that's something you can do. Okay. But I mean, I'm also not going to be like, okay, if I don't do it, I'm a failure. Well, I don't think that's the case. Or we'd all be failures. <laughs> right. I know. So I just don't want to set that resolution expectation on myself. I just want to be more, like I said, intentional. What about you? Uh, I'm going to do less. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. You're going to be. <laughs> I'm really going to. I'm trying. <laughs> Well, don't beat yourself up about on it if last, that doesn't work out. Because- last year, I ran myself into the ground, and I'd have a problem with it. But uh-huh. my, this life is not just about me anymore. And so I was gone all the time shooting shows or um, working, and I, I'm just going to do less. I'm going to stay home more and invest into that part of my life. I'm just going to do less. I don't really know what that means yet, but I'm. what do you say? I'm going to be conscious of the effect it has on. But. No, you're going to be intentional mm-hmm. about being more present at home yeah. with Caitlin and doing Again, less. It's the same thing, but you just have dreads when you say it. I'm kind of like this weird mm-hmm. non-hippie hippie person. <laughs> I hope everybody had a great New Year. I hosted New Year's Eve Live on CBS, which was really great. We had a big show. There was no rain. We were worried about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Raymundo had some questions about it. 
And uh, first of all, thanks to everybody who watched the show because for the first year, the ratings were really good. Uh, they didn't beat Seacrest, but that show is, is just what everybody associates with New Year's. Yeah. Right. And so, but it was did really well considering it had never been a thing yet and hopefully represented country music well. So so just thanks. But Ray, what are your questions? Yeah, first off, were the performances when the country artists would play, were they live? Some were, some weren't. Because of COVID, we didn't know what we'd be able to do on December 31st. We didn't know what the restrictions would be. So we recorded. I went to one venue with Aldine, uh Brooks and Dunn and Darius. Okay, that's the one I thought. My sister and I were debating if the Brooks and Dunn one was live or recorded. Anything inside was pre-recorded because mm. we didn't know what we could do with COVID. Okay, gotcha. So there were like two or three pre-recorded places where we did stuff. And one point, because I had to go for two different things, I wore two different wedding rings. And one of them I had a sil- I had my silver fancy one, one had a red one on. Oh no. And the listeners were like, why are you wearing two wedding rings uh, in that? Uh. <laughs> my bad. But yes, yeah, so some of the, but all most of my stuff was live. Anything on the big stage was live. All right, what else, Ray? Did you ever go and ride that scooter to Broadway, or did you just stay at Bicentennial Mall the whole time? Okay, I never. There was a joke. It's like, hey, I got to go to the bar, which we pre-recorded. So I said, if you see a six-foot guy on a on a bird scooter weaving in and out of traffic, that's me. And it was just a joke. I never left. Oh. I just stayed there. Oh, Ray okay, believed gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else? Yeah, so Caitlin, when y'all kissed at the very end, did you guys do that live or was that recorded the day before? <laughs> oh, no, that was live. And that was, we weren't supposed to. As a matter of fact, they were like, do not put your, no no spouses on stage. And I was like, all right, well, I'll get off stage and then bring her on. And so that's what we did. Uh, what else? The band members, if we saw some of them, were they all playing live when they did their stuff or did some of them just use audio tracks? <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> yeah, and everything's all about, is so it live weird. or not? Like, that's it. If you saw somebody playing, it was either <laughs> played and then recorded or played live. There, there was Nobody was faking playing anything. <laughs> okay. All right, one more. Do uh, you have any more? I, I guess really it was just, so you're telling me that you guys convinced all the crowd members just to wear New Year's Eve hats and stuff a week ago? Yes. No, not a week ago. I shot some of it two months ago. What? Oh, that was a long yeah. time ago. I shot some of it before I went to Costa Rica. <laughs> so those people, that's what, yeah. Okay, so those people were aware, hey, this is pre-taped for New Year's Eve. Yeah. Just act like it's New Year's Eve. Yes. Okay, that's what, okay. That's yeah. how TV's done. Guys. I know it is, yeah. but then when you get in arguments with other people, like my sister and I were just talking about, and she's like, 10 months ago, no, 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 they had on the hats and the, I mean, so whatever, y'all did a good job. Thank you. But And <laughs> we wouldn't have tried to fake everybody out, but we just didn't know what we could do as a show because of COVID. Yeah. And so yeah, the mean, inside stuff we did. Yeah. Um, thank you, Ray, for your questions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Dirks and I did a lot together on the New Year's show. Here's uh, Dirks and I. I asked Dirks, this is clip number two, Ray. Um, like, what's your favorite moment of 2021? For 2021, though, for you, like, tell me something really good that happened this last year. Well, you know, one of my favorite moments is seeing two couples come together in holy matrimony and seeing you and Caitlin's wedding, be invited to the wedding, one of the few. It was a special moment for me, man. It really was. I don't, I don't go to too many weddings. I've been to four weddings in my life. One of them was Steve on the drums because he got married on a Tuesday. So that's like the fourth wedding I've been to in my entire life. And it was the best one other than, than, than mine. And mine for you is you healed up from your bike accident. I did. You know? Yeah. Even though you're like 30, 40, whatever, how old you are. Yes, you healed up and you're doing yes, good. I am. Uh, here's another one. This is about two hours away from midnight. And I guess we were talking about what my mantra would be for the year. And I'm on the big stage. There's 20,000 people in front of me. Here's this next clip. Which means two glasses of champagne, a double apple juice for me, 
And obviously, since we're celebrating twice, everyone gets two kisses at midnight, right? Consensual, of course. We don't want anyone to get canceled, which is my mantra for 2022. Don't get canceled. Say it with me. Don't get canceled. <laughs> hey, let me say this, because tonight is a great night. I do want to acknowledge Betty White, who brought us so much joy. She was about to have her 100th birthday. Betty White passed away today, and instead of being sad, let's just give a big old cheer for Betty White, because she was always there for us. We love you, Betty White. Because I know she was watching CBS's mm-hmm. From Above. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. I know she had just died. She probably had a lot to take care of, but she was still probably watching that show. <laughs> I'll do one more thing here. This is uh, Eddie. Eddie texts me. Yeah. And he goes, hey, man, will you say Frye on the show? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, all right, whatever. I was really expecting a no. Like, honestly, I was expecting the text back to say, no, dude, I'm not doing that. So this is when the when the music note is dropping, right? It's about to be New Year. I fit in Frye as I'm on stage <laughs> on CBS. Here you go. It's Frye. It's almost Fry-yay. New Year's. <laughs> if you're at home, oh, go gra- wake them up. If they're in the bed, because I'm known to go to sleep early, go wake them up. There you go, Eddie. There you go, buddy. Hey, thank you. That you was the opposite it. response as the, from the Betty White thing. <laughs> like, it was like, really, dude? Friday? <laughs> <laughs> you got it repeated, too. I hope everybody had a good New Year, safe New Year. Uh, Mike D was real MVP for us because they were just laying low, and so he went over and made sure the dogs were good. There's fireworks, and dogs will freak out. But I uh, hope everybody had a good one, and hope you make a resol- resolution or a intentional gesture. Well, whatever <laughs> that's called. Whatever that is. I, I don't know. know. An intentional... <laughs> Play your bongos. On Movie Mike's movie podcast, he has on Sean Astin. You know who that is? No. You don't? You don't? Okay. I mean, if he's, you tell he's me. Rudy. Oh, you know him. Oh, Rudy. He's Rudy. Uh, Mikey from the Goonies. <laughs> yes. Okay, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> That's so cool. He's Samwise from Lord of the Rings. Yep. I mean, he's had some massive roles. How'd you get him on? Uh, he was just promoting Lord of the Rings, the 20th anniversary. Asked if he wanted to be on the podcast. How'd you ask? You sent a message to him? No, uh, the movie studio hit me up. You're on that list now? Yeah. Wow. That's legit. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Were you geeking out a little bit? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It's the 20th anniversary of the first Lord of the Rings movie. So, uh, Movie Mike's movie podcast, Sean Astin is on with Mike. I saw a video clip of it. It looked pretty cool. I- I'm thinking about watching those, maybe. Lord of the Rings. Never have. I watched them all at Christmas. Like, uh, It's been 15 it's been years. years now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I said, let me see if these live up to the hype. Were they good? I can't remember what you said. I watched all of them. And I thought... They're pretty good, but I'm not going to dedicate my life to them. Mm. I thought they were pretty good. I would give it three out of five stars, maybe two and a half. They're really long. Mm-hmm. And then they end and there's no ending. And I was like, what just happened? I watched the whole movie and now they're walking. <laughs> and there's the end. They're just walking somewhere. Um, but yeah, watch those. I've never seen the Harry Potter ones. Just the first one now because I had to watch it for a bit. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the first two. Well, I've done yeah. those with the kids, but I think we're we might do Lord of the Rings with the kids. You know what I watch? I watch the I watch a bunch of stuff over the break, but I watch the uh, Lucy Lucille Ball. What's it called? Yeah, being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos, which is Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz, Lucy Arnaz, whatever. Nicole Kidman plays Lucille Ball. Watch the whole thing. I liked it a lot, but I think if you don't like that old show and that old, t- it's going to be a struggle a little bit. Mm. But maybe. Because I've just seen every episode of that show. I loved it. I thought Nicole Kidman was so good in it. So good. Um, but there's not a lot of action or anything to it. But there, the backstory is, the story we get, for, that, like little things from behind the scenes yeah. were very interesting. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would recommend it because I don't want someone going, I don't know anything about them. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, I, I really, 
It was basically, this guy goes on the radio, Lucille Ball's a communist. And then she had to, fi- she's just like, oh my God. And then they had to figure out how to get out of that situation. Oh, red but scare times? Yes, but you're also watching a whole week of their production and just how how crazy she was about every joke and how talented she was. She was a model before she was funny and mm. was Lucille Ball, the person that we know. What's it, it on? Amazon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Keith Urban plays Desi Arnaz. It's crazy. Serious? No, yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't at all. We've mentioned it a couple times this morning, but Betty White died uh, Saturday, Friday night? Saturday night? When was New Year's, New Year's Eve? Friday. 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 Uh, Betty White, the last living Golden Girl star, passed away. She was about two weeks shy of her 100th birthday. Crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whenever, because Caitlin texts me, hey, Betty White died. And I said, nah, that's a hoax. That's happening a lot now because she's almost 100. And then when TMZ reported it, that's when I knew it was real. Uh, but all the Golden Girls are gone now. I saw a meme that showed the three women from Sex and the City now, Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte. Charlotte, and they're 53, 54, 55. And the Golden Girls, same age on that show, mm-hmm. but they look like they're 80. Yeah. But they're like, this is 53 in 2021, and this is, you know, in 1989. Mm-hmm. But she was also on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, she was also on Cleveland, Hot in Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland. which was, which was uh, sneaky funny. Hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty good one, too. Her name was Betty. It wasn't Elizabeth. Just like my name is Bobby. It's not Robert. Most people assumed that her real name was, was um, Elizabeth. She was born 1922 in Oak Park, Illinois. She was an only child. Her dad was an electrical engineer. Her mom was a homemaker. Uh, she is a Guinness World Record holder. She was awarded the title of longest TV career for an entertainer for more than 70 years in show business. Crazy. The year before, Guinness gave out the longest TV career for an entertainer to some British guy. And they'd be neck and neck for the title, but they were separated by gender. There's male and one female. She originally auditioned for the role of Blanche on Golden Girls. And Blanche was... Rue. Rue McClanahan, but her, like, her character was like Oh, the, the racy, you know. Yeah, she was always doing dirty stuff. <laughs> yes. dating. We watched some, this is before <laughs> Betty White passed away, but over Christmas break, we just were watching a lot of Golden Girls, and my mother-in-law was there with me, and I had it on with like the kids in the background, and there was so much where my son's ears would perk up, and he'd be like, what did they just say? And I thought, oh, I, maybe I shouldn't watch this with him in the room. <laughs> Yeah, she was always getting it on. <laughs> they all, like, it really, she was that character for sure, but they all talked about it a lot. Even Dorothy. I guess I was so young you when don't I started get it. watching, I didn't get it. I know, but I guess kids these days are growing up faster because my son was catching on to things. Wait, they like, were all hooking up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Dorothy had Stan. Huh. Yeah, but she had other guy. The episode we watched over Christmas <laughs> break, she was with the, the gym teacher at the school she was subbing at. And then turns out he was married. and Well, Stan was her ex-husband. Yep. And then they kind of were on and off. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blanche had everyone. Wow. Everyone. Rose had um, Henry? I don't... Maybe Henry? I don't know. Mike, if you'll look that up. Did you ever see Betty White's kids? No. She never had kids. Oh, I did read that she married some guy in the military for like a year. Moved, left California and went to like a chicken farm or something because he got out of the service and went to raise chickens and like within a year she divorced him and moved back. She's like, I'm not cut out for this. Like, I gotta go really? be a star. Well, she and her third husband uh, were married for nearly 20 years while they had a long lasting relationship. They never had kids and then she never regretted not birthing a child. She had three stepchildren. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mike? Was it Miles? Probably. 
probably. It's been a while since I've watched it pretty consistently. But Eddie and I, as the Raging Idiots, did the Golden Girls theme song yeah. as just a, a fun cover. One. Do we have a clip of that? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's a clip of us doing the Golden Girls. Oh, we don't need the whole song. I mean, we get the whole song. We don't need the whole song. I'm going to play a clip. Uh, she served during World War II. Uh, she was older than sliced bread because sliced bread came out in 1928. Wow. She came out in 1922. She came out. Yeah. She, was <laughs> she was born in 1922. Same thing. Uh, so everybody liked Betty White. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if you didn't like Betty White because of her work, you started to like her because she was old. Mm-hmm. Even if you're young, you knew her because she was old and she just kept kicking. So yeah, rest in peace, Betty White. And we'll talk about John Madden in a second in the pile, right? Yes, yeah. we will be talking about him. Anything you want to say about Betty White, Amy? No, I'm just thankful that she left so much behind for us to still enjoy. That's still living up. Like, I can't believe Golden Girls came out in 1985. And again, I was just watching it over Christmas break and laughing. Still very entertaining and felt relevant. And I, well, besides the fact that, yes, yeah, Sex and the City Girls look very different. You do Google the ages and you're like, what? This is confusing. But they were all awesome. And they it's such a gift. It's Weird to see people that you only knew as old when they were young. I only knew Betty White as old. Mm -hmm. Because even when I was a kid, she already had gray hair. Yep. So when you see pictures of her at 22, you're like, wow, that was her. The same thing with Willie Nelson. I only know Willie Nelson as old in my life. He's always been an old guy to me. So, you know, when you see the short-haired nerdy Willie (laughs) before he changed his image, yeah. The songwriter who was like, eh. That that's weird. Who can you only think of as old? Um, There's the British James Bond guy. What's his name? Oh yeah, Daniel Craig. Is that no? It? Daniel Craig's all right. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> He's all right. The really famous Daniel Craig's like Ari. Like oh, Sean that's Connery. It, Sean Connery. I only know him as old, and yeah. he was 007 back in the day. Bob Barker. Yes, for sure. Have you Clint seen a young Eastwood. picture of him? Clint Eastwood? That's a good one too. Yeah. Of who? Of Bob Barker. I have before. Okay. But I don't remember because it shocked my system, and I was like, "Don't need to remember that." <laughs> I just saw one of uh, James Earl Jones. Oh and, yeah, I mean, it, unrecognizable. Is he, is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. Is Bob Barker? Yeah, is that, oh, I think he is. I don't want to play that game. We're not playing a game. We're just generally asking <laughs> well, a question. Well, sometimes we do, though. No, we <laughs> it turns into a game, which I didn't even know because I t- was a not on social media and took a break, and I found out Betty White died. Because I passed a billboard in town. Somebody put up a billboard. And I just wondered if other cities, like what that was about, who paid for that, why there was a billboard. But I would assume, I saw it too as a digital billboard. I would assume nobody paid for it. There probably wasn't a lot of space being bought at the time. Okay. And so the owner mm. of it, who has access to it, probably put it up. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they never have to do that for me because I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? You won't. Thank you. <laughs> if I know you, you've like pre-bought some billboards. To- All of them? <laughs> the whole city just... <laughs> like when you die. There's like- a beast, bat yeah. signal into the air. Uh. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I thought I'd start off with things that we have to look forward to in 2022. Well, are you going to do things we're not looking forward to? <laughs> what is it? Well, sometimes are we ending with the terrible things coming? Well, I don't know. There's been so much negativity the last couple of years. But hey, New Year, okay. some things to look forward to, like 5G. It's going to go mainstream. I have 5G <laughs> on my phone, and it only works like part of the time, and it doesn't feel any faster. Mike, do you do you have 5G? No, not yet. Oh, my pops I don't even up, know what and it I'm does. like, it, it, I feel like I should have like some sort of like a portal ability, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't do any different for me. Oh well, uh, apparently it's going to be a big part of making our daily lives better. Uh, we also have a new Girl Scout cookie to look forward to. 
Does that make you happy? No. It's a brownie style <laughs> cookie with caramel flavored cream. So we'll move past that one. But lots of big movies. And this one I'm excited about because Top Gun is finally coming out. We also have Legally Blonde 3, Thor, Hocus Pocus 2, and the second Avatar. Did anyone watch the new Matrix? Mm-mm. My, movie Mike didn't watch the I new Matrix? I don't like the Matrix. I think they're boring. Okay, stop, stop the show. <laughs> stop the show. The first Matrix, you I re- think, is boring? Yeah, I rewatched it before that one came out. I was like, I don't even like this one. Why am I going to watch the new one? I mean, can I be honest? I, I think I left the Matrix theater. I was so bored, I left. Um, You guys are crazy. <laughs> well, I'm just glad my movie Mike feels the same as me. You guys are crazy. The first Matrix <laughs> is so great. And, and that's what brought the idea that we're living in a simulation to the mainstream. I mean, Elon Musk talks about this. I've watched so many YouTube videos. I'm going, yeah, it's probably 99% chance we're living in a simulation. But anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. All that sounds good. Nobody watched the new Matrix. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, trust me, I'm going to be the first one watching Top Gun and Legally Blonde 3. Uh, the Winter Olympics, that's another thing we have to I look I feel like I'm living to. that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 70 degrees, and then all of a sudden where we are, uh, 36 hours later, we got two inches of snow. So I'm, I'm already over winter, and we've only had it for like a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Uh, John Madden, did you see how much he was worth when he died? No. Oh, he's way more. I mean, I I kind of know who he is because I rec- you would recognize his face even if you're not into sports. Are you talking about me? <laughs> you're not John, talking to Bobby. John I'm Madden. talking to Hold on, the average listener like me. <laughs> John Madden is the single most influential person in football history. Mm-hmm. Period. There's no one more influential than John Madden. Um, coach... Coach who? Commentator for the, he was a coach. He was for the a Raiders. Coach. Yeah. Okay. Commentator. He was he was the best at everything he did. That's what I know. As him a coach, as. as a commentator with Pat Summerall, as a video game yeah. that led a lot of little idiots think they can coach a team. I mean, I was playing Madden yesterday. <laughs> so and Madden now, is his real cash cow, by the way. Um, and then he bought a bunch of uh, almond farms oh. back in the day. Really? I, th- I believe it was almonds. He made it's one of those nuts. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, and made a bunch of money off of. Yeah. Okay, well, EA Sports paid him 150 million dollars for the right to use his name for the Madden game, so that's where he made a bunch of his money. Um, but he died at 85 with 200 million dollars. And when he was a, bro- a like beginning as a broadcaster, he would make a million dollar salary. He was the first one to ever make that. And then he made millions in endorsements in his prime. A couple of other fun facts. He wasn't the first person selected for the football game of the EA Sports. Joe Montana was. Oh, and they wow. went to somebody else and they settled on John Madden. But it shows you, you don't always have to be the first one up. You just got to be there. And then when you get the opportunity, take advantage of that, which he did because growing up as a kid playing Madden. I mean, Madden. That is, that's the biggest game to me <laughs> in my lifetime. Mike, what's it say? Yeah, he made millions in almond farms yeah. in California. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he, before almonds turned into a thing. Another thing is about John Madden, uh, for everybody, thank you for asking, is that he never flew. He was scared to fly, so he took a bus everywhere. That's why he was never in Hawaii at the Pro Bowl, because you can't bus to Hawaii. Yeah. So he was always on a bus. He is terrified to fly. Really? He also is the person. What, did you just watch a documentary? <laughs> no, I just know a lot about John Madden. I, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch the documentary on Peacock yet. The yeah, oh, there is later. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing is, too, he's the guy who made the turducken popular. The turkey with a duck in it and chicken inside the duck, all three of them. Yeah. There was one place specifically that was making it, <laughs> and they had done like 50 a year, but since he did it, they nonstop make turduckens, and it's now a big thing. Dang. But John Madden was awesome. Boom. <laughs>
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, John Madden, for sure. All right, what else? Well, speaking of a lot of money, Kenny Chesney sold his lavish hillstop, hilltop estate excuse me, outside of Nashville for $11.5 million. I saw the pictures of it. I think it was originally listed for like $20 million. And uh, then he, 39. Is that? Oh, I think it was more oh, than maybe, that. Oh, maybe first, he went down first, and down. Yeah. And then that's, he kept dropping, but still he made millions because when he bought it, he bought it for like eight or nine million. That's still, right. He still made a few million dollars off of it. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's about 12,599 square feet and, you know, has a lot of really right, cool Bones, things inside. This is where you tell like, him you bought it. it, it okay, guys. <laughs> I got something to tell you guys. No. Whoever, 2022 is my year. Yes. Whoever bought it, let's say if they have a mortgage, but some people, if they have that kind of money, they may not. But your monthly payment would be 47. <laughs> Seven thousand six hundred and fifty three dollars. That's interesting. Every month. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, is that it, Amy? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Cecilia Morales is a TSA agent working at the airport. You know those annoying people. Take all your things out of your pocket. Put it on the conveyor belt. No water bottles. Well, she's working the checkpoint when some lady comes through, takes her infant out of the car seat and realizes, oh, no, my infant isn't breathing. Well, Cecilia is an EMT, jumps over the conveyor belt, grabs the infant, bam, bam, twice on the back. Baby starts breathing again. Dang. And she was the one at the airport that was like, no water bottles. No, wow. she's also an EMT. Dang. Yeah, she used to be an EMT. She'd been on the job for two weeks as a TSA agent. <laughs> Saved the baby's life. Eddie, could you do that? Uh, the bang bang part? Yeah, I asked that because you've taken classes because yes. of your adoption. Well, one, first when I was a lifeguard, I had to be certified. And then when we adopted okay, and but fostered. You were like 16. Yeah, but answer the question. That could was like you do it? Three uh, lifetimes ago. Guys, I've never been put to the test. But I feel like if it happened, I would do it. All right, bring in the choking baby. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. We just choked this baby. I'd rather do the no water bottles. You'd rather Let's be do the TSA agent? <laughs> yeah, than the yeah, yeah. All right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Glad you guys are here. We are back. It's time to go over to Amy now and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What should you never have at your new igloo? What should you never have at your new igloo? A housewarming party. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) That was the morning corny. What would you rate your overall holiday experience if you were to grade it? Oh, I give this one a 10 out of 10. That's not a grade. Oh. <laughs> a grade is like A through F. Oh. <laughs> a plus? Ranking. A plus? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, listen, I'm just comparing it to last year. Things are looking up. Yeah. It's so good. Did you guys ever leave town? Did not leave. I think that helps the vibe for us this year. At least that was important. I, I like leaving to go see family and stuff, but for this year it made sense to stay put. And I just feel like we just had a, a great Christmas break. One for the books. Good. Yeah, what about you? I give it an A. Oh, right. oh hey. Yeah, uh, we went to Arkansas for a day on the front side and mm-hmm. saw my sister in Arkansas, Keith. Went to Oklahoma for four days and then came back and stayed in Arkansas again for a day. Um, but had to get back for the New Year's show. And the New Year's show went great. And so Christmas was good. The, New Year- the only thing that doesn't make it an A plus is they were doing promo in one of the bowl games promoting the New Year's Eve show. And they were like, hey, watch tonight on New Year's Eve. Uh, Nashville's Big Bash. Have you heard the clip yet? Mm-mm. Okay. Here's a clip of the promo on CBS during the college football bowl game. Go ahead. 
CBS tonight on New Year's Eve for an amazing event with over 20 music superstars from the heart of America. There you go. No Dang. way. Yeah. yeah, host Bobby Jones. <laughs> Dang. I think it's Brad Nessler. Sorry, dude. Oh. Brad Nessler, call, I, I think I deserve an apology. Oh, oh yes. Mm-hmm. Call Brad, in. Brad Nestle. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> no, I don't care. Everybody does that. But yeah, except for them calling me Bobby Jones. I mean. Yeah. It's good. The weather was on New Year's Eve night. It was like 70 here and I was sweating. I had to wear clothes because I had outside clothes and it had a white jacket, but I was going to have a big coat to wear over the top of it. But it was so hot, I couldn't wear the big coat, and I had to wear the white jacket, and I was still sweating all night long. It was weird. And then it snowed like a day later, but I give it a solid A. Uh, Eddie? Um, I'm going to go B, just because, and, and it's not, I'm not being a downer or anything, but you, you go from family to family, and it's like, you know, you're in their environment. I was, I was with my parents for about four days, and then my wife's family for about five days. And after a while, you're just like, I want to go to my house where I have <laughs> yeah. my rules. And all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm just going to go solid B. Lunchbox? F. Right <laughs> F. <laughs> Guys, it was terrible. Like, we drove all the way to Texas, and the day we got there, my wife woke up, and she wasn't feeling well. Two days later, my kid, oh, my throat hurts. Christmas morning, your boy, who thought he avoided all the sickness, wakes up in the sweats, in the chills, feeling terrible. I didn't get to see opening Christmas presents, didn't have a big meal. Your boy was down with strep throat. Oh. oh, it wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. I had the COVID test, the flu test, and the strep test, and they said, "Congratulations, you got strep." And I'll be honest, I've never been excited to get strep except for that time when they said it wasn't COVID. Mm. So yeah. it was miserable. So Christmas, you're expecting COVID, right? Yeah, you're right. Expecting- when he was saying it, I expected yeah. everybody had COVID because oh. every, everybody's had COVID. Like again, even that production we were doing, day of, day before, Sam Hunt out, Zach Brown out, L King out. I had friends. I got COVID. I mean, a lot of people had COVID. Uh-huh. I know. Still not me, but I knock on wood anytime I say <laughs> have that. You, have you ever had it? I've never had it. That's me crazy. Either. You guys are crazy. Me either. And I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. Listen, I've been everywhere. No, let me tell you, because uh, COVID was going crazy over Christmas, but I had school was out, but I had to keep my son involved in something because we just he needs to be out and stimulated in some way and sign him up for this gymnastics camp. Let me tell you, COVID was not happening at this camp. Like, I, I was all nervous. Like, what is it going to be like? Masks? Like, there's going to be social distance like these kids. Nope. Mm-mm. You walk into this camp and it's like, COVID doesn't even exist. Like, they were just living their best life. And I'm like, well, if this is going to be the time I get it because he brings it home to me, we get it. Mm-hmm. You know? He did that camp for two weeks straight. Nothing. <laughs> so, I don't know. I still have to knock on wood yeah, when I say good. that. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Why don't we get it? <laughs> Do you want it? Kind of, because I want to go ahead and just get the antibody. It antibodies. sounds like you want it. No, I don't want it. But like, if Do we have a listener that has it that will come up right now? No, but listen, if 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 we're going to get it, I just want to go ahead and I wish I would have gotten it. So then I had the antibodies and then I knew that I was okay. But right now I'm just, you know, vaccinated, which is good. But a lot of my friends that are vaccinated are still getting it anyway. So it's like, it's just not as bad. They don't get it as bad. Right. So, so you, you want it. I don't want it. But I'm just saying, why haven't we gotten it? Hey, is your fish still alive? Yeah. Right. No, be honest. Yes. When I when I was I went to Amy's house two days ago, and I didn't even look for the fish. I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, it's oh, up man, in Sashira's room. What were you there for then? Uh, Christmas presents. <laughs> ah. On my Instagram, there's a sweatsuit Amy got me of my wife's face all over. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> 
You've had it. Eddie's had it. I've had it. And I'll tell but you like what stresses me out. Ago, it's not COVID doesn't stress me out. twice, right? No, no, just once. Relax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, no. like a month. <laughs> no, just once. But what stresses me out is the timing. I'm like, oh, if I get it, like, please don't let it be when we're working. Because right. last time I was gone for like two months. Yeah, but then if you get it like Lunchbox, well, he had strep. But if you get sick, oh. then you miss out on Christmas break. That's true. So what you want? <laughs> Mike, you've had it or no? No, never had it. Oh. I mean, the old Omicron was flying around town. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, like everybody. Yeah. Had it. Uh, well, no more knocking, though. That feels weird when you start knocking on the table. I can't help, but no, I know my knuckles hurt. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> in real wood, guys. I'll be honest with you. But I don't know what else to do because I feel like saying it is wrong. Yeah. But I, mean, I do wonder. I say it, too. I haven't had it yet. Crazy. And I, I had dinner for three hours with a friend who was like, I tested today negative. Calls us back like 14 hours later. Which I tested again. Yeah, I'm positive. We sat with him for three hours at dinner. But again... <laughs> What in the world? I have vaccine. I got the I got the a booster. Oh yeah, you got the booster. And then I got a flu shot in the other shoulder on the same day. Oh my gosh. My arms were useless for about <laughs> twenty four hours. Both of them. I had to sleep on my back and not roll over at all because it was killing me. <laughs> a woman discovered in twenty eighteen that the doctor, whose name was Bobby, that she had been talking to for over a decade, was really her younger female cousin. Now it's in the news now because. It went to court. They had to settle a civil lawsuit. And she's talking about catfishing now. She's out going, this is what happens whenever something uh, you can't prove over a long period of time is in your life. Like, like, don't trust it. Especially if it's somebody you've never met. And I think it's catfishing. It's also people on Instagram being like, hey, let me, let me get some money. I'm, I'm hurting. Or I'm Cole Swindell. You know, those are the two that get me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm Cole Swindell. Can I have 50 bucks? And I'm like, sure, Cole. Why don't you not just text me? Um, but she's 42 years old. She met this Bobby, who's a doctor, in a private chat room. There were 50 people inside, but her younger cousin was not only this Bobby. They were the other 49 people, too. They had created all of these. Oh, what? That's next level. They had maintained a relationship for 10 years. There was always something keeping them from meeting in real life, including at some point Bobby suffered a heart attack. So what's happened is... She had this relationship, the younger cousin. She's having a good time with it, tricking her older cousin. And it got to the point where she had to meet or she was going to cancel. And that's when she goes, heart attack! <laughs> heart attack! Because that's your, that's your last That's hope. what you go to? Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did, did he die from the heart attack? Or just we don't know? No, because if they died... They just bought some time. If they died, then the whole, the, the whole gig is up. Okay. Yeah, you can't you do go it to anymore. Funeral. So the older cousin became suspicious, hired a private detective, and found out... That Bobby, who's fake, and all the other 49 people in the group have been made up by her younger cousin, who kept the entire thing going for 10 years. 10 years. Does this cousin not have a job? Yeah. (laughs) Did this cousin not find TikTok? (laughs) Like, there are all these things that you can do in order to take your time up. They don't have Netflix. Like, there are so many things. Madden football. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, when I was way younger, I got catfished too, obviously. it's, It's an easy thing to fall prey to. If you're vulnerable. Well, and as the cousin, you may know like you're, that your cousin's vulnerable and you're like, oh, if I just create this chat room, I'll hook her in and get money. And, and you kind of know the bu- buttons you can push, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go over and talk to Eric, who's on the phone right now. Eric, appreciate you calling. What's going on? Well, I just want to tell yourself, your entire team, I'm a local dad of Nashville, Tennessee with eight kids. And me and my wife, we both can turn on your show. We don't have to worry about our kids hearing anything inappropriate. Of course, there's adult talk, but don't have to worry about a curse word, 
or anything to slip up. So I, I want to say I thank you very much for providing that content. And I'm pretty sure there's other parents out there that would say the same thing. I appreciate that, Eric. And thanks for calling. And that's a lot of kids. Let me end on that. You got a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah, we got a, a great family. My wife is wonderful. I just make the money. and She takes care of the house. Whatever works for you guys. All right, thanks for the call, Eric. Well, have a great rest of your day. Yeah, Happy New Year. Appreciate that, buddy. When do you have to stop saying Happy New Year? What's today? The 4th? How long do I have, Amy? I don't know. I think next week we start to, you can, like, taper it. We die down by mid-January. I think we're done. I just say happy. <laughs> <laughs> After next week, you should say hey, happy day. Happy. <laughs> I do like having something to say, though, to, like, certain people. A 31-year-old man uh, is in trouble for trying to recruit babysitters to treat him like a child and change his diapers. Oh. How old is he? Not what 31. I what? He was posing as a younger man with special needs and hiring babysitters that would oh. change his diaper and treat him like a child. Oh, man. He was accused of doing the same thing back in 2019 when he was arrested. The, I, well, think he could benefit from talking through this with someone. Mm-hmm. His inmate, his, friend, his inmate buddy <laughs> his in, the, in the same mate. cell. Clearly some needs weren't met. Uh, Mike has suggested a lunchbox prank call idea. He called to hire a babysitter for himself. Oh says he wants to be fed, diaper changed, and be put to bed. And how much? <laughs> yes. Love it. Or if that doesn't work, he can call a daycare center and see if he can pay them to take care of him with the other babies. Ooh. <laughs> Is that something we want to... I don't know. You guys can talk about that off air. That's hilarious. That's a pretty funny idea. Bobby Bone, come on. A woman tested positive for COVID mid-flight. And they stuck her in the bathroom for three hours. Ooh, oh, quarantine. Wait. Mm-hmm. Uh. After a woman tested positive for COVID-19, the bathroom became her seat for the next few hours. She was on a flight from Chicago to Iceland. Before the flight, she took two PCR tests and about five rapid tests, all of which came back negative. Boy, she's going hard at these tests. I thought I was going hard. Six, seven? <laughs> but about an hour and a half into the flight, she started to feel a sore throat. She had a, she had a, a test with her, a another rapid, rapid test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So she took another one and immediately, boop, popped a positive. Wow. When she got the results in the air, um, in the airplane bathroom, which is where she was taking it, she started to panic. The flight attendant said she could do whatever. If she wanted to sit in the room, that's fine. Um, so she did, and she put a note on the bathroom door, said out of service, and she hung out for three hours in the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> 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 I was on a flight once when I was doing American Idol. We went to... Hawaii to shoot some stuff, and I got food poisoning on the flight. And I, you know, when you get food poisoning, you're helpless. And I was like, oh no. And I was curled up in my seat. Ugh. I felt sad, a head, pounding headache. I was right on the edge of throwing up the whole time. And I went to the flight attendant and I said, hey, I'm not good. I need to go in the bathroom. I think I'm, I have food poisoning. And she's like, okay. So I took these wipes that I keep with me and I wiped the whole bathroom down. Because I knew I was going to be there for a while. So I wiped down the, the walls, the floor, the toilet, which was disgusting itself. But I would rather have had a clean bathroom if I was going to be there than not wiping it down. And I threw up. I laid in the floor. I was in there for about an hour and a half. But the flight attendant guarded the door. And she was like, stand there as long as you need. It wasn't COVID. And after I threw up, think about food poisoning. Once you throw up, you're like, woo, you feel, feel great. Yeah. <laughs> you come out, oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> but I was in there for an hour and a half. It was miserable. And I usually don't like flying. When turbulence hits, I'm like, oh, goodness. Especially when we're over the ocean. 
but didn't even think about it. Maybe that's how to get over fear of flying. Just have food poisoning, and then you don't think about it. Yeah, you're worried about something else. Yeah, that's rough. That was rough for her, too. But what do they do with her when she gets to Iceland? Yeah, or what about landing? Is there a seatbelt in the bathroom? No. Mm-mm. Hold on. Yeah. Gra- <laughs> hey, grab, grab the lid. Come <laughs> on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. All right, this older guy named John was in the hospital. He had pneumonia. He had some lung issues. And he went to the hospital. He had no one to take care of his dog named Boomer. So Boomer was sent to the pound. Nobody take care of it. It can't just live at the house. So Boomer was sent to the pound. So John's in his hospital room, and he's talking to this nurse, and he's like, yeah, this is my dog. I had to send it to the pound because no one could take care of it. So Jennifer Smith, the nurse, starts calling around to these shelters, finds Boomer in Rome, New York, and she adopted him until he was released and then got him back the dog nurse after of the he year. came out. Hey. Nurse of the decade. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's so above and beyond. Nurses already have so much mm-hmm. to worry about from patient to patient. To go do something like that, uh, I, yeah, nurse of the year. And I've yet to meet, a, like, a mean nurse. Ah, oh, I have. I mean, <laughs> nurses <laughs> in general. But, hey, even nurses out there know that they have, they work with some mean nurses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, nurses are amazing. <laughs> we'll disregard that. Moving on. <laughs> but uh, awesome story. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm wearing my Yellowstone sweater Amy got me for Christmas. You too? Got the Yellowstone bar Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I watched the finale of Yellowstone last night. I won't spoil anything, but I'll just say in general, not a very good season. I give it a C. Oh, really? A C? Yeah. Oh. I, we, we were excited to watch it. I'll be excited when next season comes about. But mm, it's fine. it was meh. Yeah. I don't give it as, as I wasn't excited as I was in the first couple seasons, but I wouldn't give it a C. I give it probably a B, middle B. Only because of its history of being so good, I think. <laughs> okay. But without saying anything about the season specifically, I just thought it was okay, and I really liked that show. So let's hope. It's just once the show gets to, what is it, season four? Season, once, yeah. That, once it yeah. gets past, like, season to into the th- season three and season four, it either goes sideways quick because they've run out of all the stuff the main characters can do, or it gets really great. And they had some weird side stories going. On Yellowstone now. Man, just when I decided to invest in Yellowstone merch for all my friends that love I Yellowstone. Still, I still like it. <laughs> now it's like going downhill. I still like it. But we watched it last night. We're going to start watching a show called, I think tonight or tomorrow, called like Series 11. or Ooh, What's that? I don't know. It's on It's on HBO Max. It's about, It's maybe it's not called Series 11. It's something 11. It's a, Station 11. It's about, some. I love post-apocalyptic worlds. Oh. And they have to decide, do they want Earth to go back the way it was or to start? And so we were told that's really good, so we're going to start that. Rotten Tomatoes score is 97, but the audience score is only 66. Anyway, I love the Earth ending <laughs> and people having to rebuild it or having to fight to stay alive. Like, I don't, it would be uncomfortable for me, but I think I would thrive at that. I'd probably be king. Yeah. If that the, were the case, the leader. To like really, you know, like that would be an exciting challenge for me. Mm, okay. Like figure out, how, we watched, um, don't Look Up on Netflix. Really like that. So I'm only good. halfway through that, so I don't know the end. Yeah, long. It's a little long. They could have cut about 20 minutes, but really like that too. Um, 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Are uh, you going to watch the Tim McGraw Yellowstone thing? Maybe now. I didn't want to get mixed up because sometimes I'll read two books at the same time. 
And I'm like, wait, what did I read in the last? I, I don't know. I get confused. Well, it's called 1883. Yeah. And just so you know, you won't get confused because it's 1883. <laughs> 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 like there's, I've, I've watched the first episode and there's, you won't get confused. Like, I don't like period pieces, though. Neither do I. But let me tell you, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, they're both amazing mm. in it. Like they... Like, I don't even see them as Tim and Faith. That's how amazing they are at their roles. Um, but, yeah, I feel bad for Tim. He's got to be a little hot, a little dirty. Back in the day, seems just hot and dirty. Always. <laughs> Isn't that a Nelly song? <laughs> hot and dirty. Yeah, like just. I, I have trouble with things that are that color. And stressful. Like that kind of greenish brown all the time. It's in color, Bone. Yeah, I know, but it looks. <laughs> no, I don't really. I think they made it normal color for and, us. And then. I don't like things in the 1800s for the most part. I'm telling you, neither do I. I don't but like Shakespearean type thing, like 1700s either. Like Amadeus, I had to watch Mozart. <laughs> and I think I would have really enjoyed it, but I don't like seeing everybody dressed in that stuff. It's weird yeah. to me. Yeah. I just, it makes you thankful to be alive now. Harsh but, conditions but back then. In 200 years, people are going to look at us and go, I agree. I did not want to live then. Rough life. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. I've had that same exact thought, but let me tell you, we do have it a lot better. Yeah. Don't have to worry um, about smallpox. I don't. I have Paramount Plus, but I don't know if we're going to get into that. Okay. What? What do you, should we? Listen, it. I I liked the first episode so much that I didn't have Paramount Plus. They let me watch that first episode for free. That I invested in it and added it to my Amazon Prime account for the first two months at ninety nine cents. After that, nine ninety nine a month. Oh. Cancel it anytime. Sounds like the nine hundred calls I used to make back in the day to call my favorite <laughs> sports stars. So right now I'm in the ninety nine cent. Uh, monthly payment, and we'll see if I keep it. Well, talk about something that doesn't exist anymore, 900 calls. Yeah, they're gone. Where you would call and pay money to talk to somebody, or a uh, recording is what I had. Listen to Don Mattingly. They, do, you know, they don't I, have those anymore, because I, I got they, a commercial Mike? for something where these girls were like, call me, I'm Well, bored. that's different. They're all <laughs> hot at 1 a.m. Yeah. I, I got like, nothing to do in my little dress. <laughs> call me. That came up as a commercial and something I was watching, and I thought, what? What? Why? Why is in what I was watching was very like kids could even be watching it between those type of commercials and then like feminine products that come on and my son's in the room and he's 11 and why they need to do a reenactment of like how much it can hold. Like, I don't why I'm even a woman. Alternative alternative viewpoint. I'm May a, I suggest one. Yes. What if we what if that runs all the time? So it's not even a big deal or gross to boys. And they see it and they are okay, uh, not conditioned to be like, oh, true. gross. I, I would love that because I don't want it to be like, oh, gross. But even me, when we're sitting there and we just had dinner and we're sitting down and then they want to like show me how much it can hold. And they even use like, you know, <laughs> the color food glass. coloring, yeah. like red dye. I'm like, I've seen it. is this necessary? <laughs> Let's like, normalize it not being gross. Okay. Bring in an experiment for us tomorrow. What? <laughs> With a food color. Yes. Okay, we have to do the news because okay. I have people on the phone that want to be a part of this with us. All right, let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. Motorists are stranded for hours along I-95 after a winter storm causes havoc and leaves more than 400,000 without power. Now, it's actually much bigger than that headline because what has happened, about noon yesterday, maybe a little before, there were some minor crashes that started this. Since then, it says there have been over 560 crashes. Oh, my. People have been stuck since noon yesterday on the highway. And on the phone now, we do have some with us. Here is Caitlin, who is 30 miles from D.C. Hey, Caitlin, thank you for calling the show. So tell me your story. 
Okay, so I guess it started earlier today. We left for D.C. from Raleigh, North Carolina. It was raining, but it was, we were fine. And then uh, in Richmond, Virginia, we stopped for lunch, and it was snowing. And then we got on I-95 there. And since then, we have been on I-95. We're still on it now. And then last night around midnight, we did not move an inch until this morning around 8.30. Oh, my. And you're still on the interstate right now? Yes. We're currently trying to find an exit that has a gas station that's open. Are you out of gas almost? Uh, we've got 90 miles left in the tank, it says, but we don't know what stop and go, how long that'll last us. What was the longest that you were stopped and just sitting? Uh, from, I think, 12.30 last night to 8.30 this morning. Oh. Did you turn the car off? And bundle up the same yeah, get. We, yeah, we turned the car off. Uh, we had our winter jackets, and I had a couple of blankets in the back of my car, and we just took turns sleeping to see if we would move any. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Somebody has to stay watch in case you move 10 feet. Yeah. Because if you're all asleep, <laughs> honk, honk, honk. <laughs> wow. So are well, you okay right now? Are you okay right now? And like you're good to go, even though it's been very inconvenient? Uh, yes. We. I think we had 30 miles an hour just now. Kind of clearing up on, we're going northbound, so it's clear there, but the southbound, we have not seen them move at all. What What about food and water? Um, so we <laughs> we do not have that much. We packed for like a four-hour trip with stopping halfway for lunch. So we had, I had about four bottles of water packed and then a couple granola bars. So that's what we had for dinner because nothing was open because of all the power outages. And then bathroom? Um... <laughs> Glove box? Yeah. We uh, definitely use water bottles yeah. and then dump them out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what Gosh. I would do. Dang. Yeah. Good thing you had dang. water bottles. But you're telling me right yeah, now that... Yeah, the empty water bottles. You're okay, and you're on the way out. Yes, we hopefully should be in D.C., hopefully by 11. Mm. Well, thank you for like thanks for calling us. Glad to hear you're okay that you had, heck, water bottles and granola bars. Yeah. Because a lot of people didn't have that. Oh, yeah, I can't even imagine. All right, Caitlin, uh, be safe. Thank you for calling. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Let's do uh, talk to Samantha, who's in North Carolina, a similar call. Hey, Samantha, what's going on with you? Hey, how are you? Um, So my dad, actually, he's on his way back to North Carolina. He was closing on our family home on Long Island, left about 2 p.m. yesterday, and he packed up his car, two small dogs, and he's been stranded on 95 going south since 10 p.m. last night. Um, I spoke to him right before I called you guys, and he said he just started to move about 8.30. Um, the fire marshal came, and they were starting to open up some ramps, but they were pushing them down US-1 towards, I guess, I believe, Charlottesville, but they couldn't guarantee that the roads were even safe to go that way. Oh, I mean, think about that. 560 crashes because the weather got so bad, the roads got so icy. You know, it started with a bunch of big trucks jackknifing, and then from then, just mayhem. But you you can run the gas. You can just have no food and have gas. Um, I saw a trucker on Twitter going, hey, this is my truck. We keep a lot of food in our trucks because we're in the truck a whole lot. So if you're near me and you don't have anything, come knock on my door. Oh, that's oh, cool. that's so nice. So to watch, I, I call it I-95 Twitter. Pretty wild. People going, hey, I need help. Or people going, hey, I can actually help someone. 
And it's not even like you can get out of your cars and hang out because it's so cold. cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I hope your dad's okay, Samantha. I'm glad. It sounds like he's okay. And thank you for calling and sharing your story with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. See you later. Do y'all keep any provisions in your car for if something were to ever happen? It's an interesting question. That, to me, is like buying concessions at the movie. Um, because I'll buy stuff, but then I eat it immediately when I sit down, and it's all <laughs> gone before the previews are over. Yeah. So any of those that I would have in the car with me, I'm like, you know, I would like those right now. They go away that fast. I know. If you keep it in the glove, it's like too easy to have it right there if you're hungry and you just mm-hmm. snack. So you have to like maybe put stuff in the very back to where you'd have to go back there to get yeah. it. I get it, but then I would crawl through the back. <laughs> At a red light. Yes. <laughs> to eat. I don't know. This is just a reminder to maybe, yes, like think of little kit you can keep in your car in case something like this happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. I just don't think I'm going to do it. And if I do do it, I'll end up eating it before it's time. I know. Uh, in other news, nobody hits Powerball. And so we're back at it again. Uh, I, I think tomorrow, right, Lunchbox? They do another one? Yeah. Tomorrow is, uh, the odds are 1 in 292 oh, million. Not but bad. if you win, you can win uh, 575. How about that to start the new year? $575 million. Dollars. Uh, if you take the lump sum option, 409 million bucks. Mm. But they go up because as they get bigger, more and more people get, more people get involved. But that's a half a billion dollars tomorrow night. Good luck, Lunchbox. Thank you. And then finally, uh, in the news, Betty White and John Madden passed away over the break. And very sad. Both very sad. Both uh, affected a lot of a lot of people. Obviously, Betty White was hilarious. Golden Girls and um, Hot in Cleveland. Mary Tyler Moore show. Just continue going there. John Madden, the most influential uh football person in the history of the game because he was a Hall of Famer basically in three different areas. But that's what's up, and sad to see him go. There is a Betty White challenge on January 17th. They asked that everybody pick a local rescue or animal shelter in your area and donate five bucks in Betty White's name for her 100th birthday because she was very much into animals. So the Betty White challenge on January 17th. Oh, that's awesome. All right, there you go. That's the news. Close it up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Go over and talk to Alexis, who is in Houston. Alexis, we appreciate you calling. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Bobby. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. What's going on? I was calling because I know earlier y'all did the Bobby feud about returning Christmas gifts. And I wanted your opinion on um, what if, like, someone in my family member returned every single Christmas gift that they got this year? Is it bad that I kind of just... (laughs) don't want to buy them gifts anymore and just get them a gift card from now on? No, that's not bad. That's what I would do, too. And I'm not going to hate them for taking all the gifts back because don't keep something you don't like. Or sometimes you get a gift and you can't pay the water bill and you're like, man, I could take this gift back and actually pay the water bill. So that happens, too. So I'm not going to judge that person. But if I did see that, I would go, you know what? I'm just going to get them a gift card. Or I'm going to go, hey, can I just get you some cash? Because I know that's not the most personal thing, but it's the best gift how did you know that yeah. they returned everything? Because, I mean, did they make that public? So they told me that they were returning, like, other gifts that people got them. And then I found out that she also returned my gift. Oh. <laughs> so in total, it was, like, all the gifts. Yeah, I would say just get them a gift card for now yeah. on. And you can even reference that, hey, I know you didn't like most of your gifts last year, even though you really know it's all. And go, like, hey, I just got you a gift card so you don't have to return it. So no problem with that at all. Okay, 
Sounds good. All right. Thank you for the call. Hope you have a great thank great you. week. You too. All right. See you later. A gift that I got from the show. You guys got me one of those Oculus things to put on your eyes. I'm going to be honest with you. When I got it, I was like, well, here's something I'll play once and never use again. And oh. That's what I felt. Well, we were just happy you now you'd play it once. <laughs> okay, good. Right, that was that's a win. That's a win. <laughs> we had that discussion. Years. You did? We're like, as long as he plays it once, we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I did play it once, and I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. And then I have other friends that have one. And we all were kind of not ashamed, but embarrassed that we were adult men that had these. <laughs> but once you found out other guys did too, you're like, oh, let's play them. I've probably played mine 20 times. I play it all the time. That's great. I have friends that have it. It's the, really the greatest, coolest thing. I put it on. I play mini golf. I play golf. I play Walking Dead. I uh, The only thing they don't have on there is a trivia game. But you can go and watch like concerts and talk to people from Zimbabwe. Crazy. That's what is in 10 years from now, everyone's going to have a similar thing and be living in this virtual world. And if real world sucks... You go to virtual world and try to make your virtual world oh better. God, we're going to spend most huh. of our time there. If real world sucks, yeah, right. yes. <laughs> it's like I, I would compare it to kids in video games where a, a lot of kids, especially kids who don't have a great life in physical world, they can actually go into the video games and create a life for themselves where people think they're cool. They don't judge them based on their, you know economic status mm-hmm. or how they look. And then maybe it can build their confidence so when they return to the outside. Or they just feel good in this spot. Yeah, More but how than, long can you spend in meta Because it's not world. real. You know? long, like, What's real is how you feel. So Right, that's what I mean. And then if they feel good in there when they have to take the goggles off, because they will, <laughs> they'll be more confident. I'm not even talking about goggles. Let's play PlayStation 5. You put a headset on, you talk to your friends. Yeah. Okay. It's not even about being more confident now, but at least it gives you a place to go to feel good. Okay. Yeah. To where you're not, if you get beat up all the time. We're saying the same thing. On the outside world, you probably are, are craving not getting beat up. So you have a fun spot you can go to. It's like people when they go on vacation. I always like to go to the beach. I don't. I hate the beach. But Eddie likes to go to the Love beach. Love it. Makes you feel good, right? Yes. It does. You have, you have to leave the beach and go back to real world. Eventually. Yeah. But this is like a kid's beach. But he can go every day. Have you broken anything yet? Yep. Punch the TV. Yeah. I didn't. I was boxing. I was playing Apollo boxing. <laughs> I, I say broken thing. I thought I broke my hand. You build this like barrier, and if you get close to it, the light comes on and it shows you don't walk past this. But I was real. I was boxing hard, and I swung and I hit my hand on the TV. So I thought I broke my hand. Did not break the TV. That's crazy. Ray, do you have one of these too? Yeah, uh, mother-in-law got it for me. I didn't even think I was gonna play it, but yeah, I play golf all the time on there. It's better than playing golf in real life. What? Well, that's not no. true. It's just different. <laughs> Ray's found more friends in this golf. He's happy, guys. He's happy oh, there. Oh, gosh. Uh, let's go over and talk to uh, Jacob in North Dakota, who is on the phone. Hey, Jacob, what's going on? Not much. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Um. So I remember earlier in your uh, last segment, you were talking about um, the roads and how people were piled up. And then you went to, if you had food in your car, you know, what would you do? Yeah. So I actually have a military-grade bag, and it's got MREs, which meal ready to eat, protein bars, water, heated blanket, fire starting, um, got a med kit. And so I'm in North Dakota, and one day at work, I had saw a customer fall on the ice and scrape his arm. And it was a pretty deep scrape. So I went over, made sure he was okay, and then 
I took him to the back of my car and gave him temporary stitches until he could actually get to the hospital because that's how deep it was. Um, did, you, did you stick a needle I, in his arm, or did you have something just like a, uh, a butterfly band-aid that held it together? Uh, no, it was actual needle oh. thread. Timpers. <laughs> Had you ever done that before, or did you hop on YouTube? <laughs> uh, I actually didn't hop on YouTube, and I haven't done that before <laughs> on actual person. Well, what but have you done? Practicing um, like was. a cabbage patch, or what? <laughs> that's crazy that you did that, man. That's awesome. I mean, I, we, I um, joke, but that's awesome. Yeah, um, my mom actually was a RN, um, which is certified uh, nurse. So yeah, and just... so yeah. Well, good for you. Listen, if I were responsible enough, not only to get it because I would get one of those, but then I'd end up using needing all the food out of it. Okay, but no, he's saying like an MRE or yeah, whatever. I'd still eat those. What I'd peel you off would? The, I'd peel off the plastic <laughs> or off the, the metal off the top, yes, and I'd be like, well, let's see, we have our quesadilla here. Oh, an MRE. Okay. Yes. Well, I thought maybe if you just make it like less desirable, then it'll stay back there. Also, shout out to Jacob being from North Dakota. I bet a lot of people in North Dakota have these. Mm-hmm. Got to do a lot more driving. Yeah. I bet you Arkansas Keith has this. He lives. In a very rural place. Yeah. I bet if you go to back behind his seat, he's got the, he probably build a whole cabin. <laughs> got wood. Got bon- uh, Thank you, Jacob. Appreciate that call. Yeah. Um, is it possible to request a song? I probably won't play it, but you can you can give it a shot here. Tough Ones by Cooper Allen. Don't even know what that is, but um, shout out. We'll we'll say the name of the song out loud. <laughs> All right, buddy. I don't even think we have that in our system, honestly. Do we, Ray? Oh. Definitely not. All right, sorry. I don't want to lie to you and be like, all right, coming up in seven minutes, we'll get your song on. But I appreciate you asking. All right. All right. Yeah, see no you. problem. All right, see you, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Do I want to take another call? I'm running out of time. So we'll grab some more calls in a second. 877-77-BOBBY. The, other, the show that I saw on Peacock... You know, they put up old series, old uh, seasons of The Office, and all of The Office is up there. But what they do is they started probably last year, and they put up a season at a time of the un, like the director episodes. So there's all this new footage from every episode that you've never seen until well, they put cool. it up. So they just put up season four of The Office back in the day. But all the episodes, instead of being 23 minutes, they're like 39 minutes. And there's all this n- new part that you haven't seen yet. So if you're a big Office fan, you'll like that. It's on Peacock. <laughs> Let's go over and talk to Mike, who is calling us from Indiana. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Oh, just driving from Indy to Michigan. Hey, uh, you were talking about that 95 backup? Yeah. I got a scenario in my head. So what happens when we go this all total new green deal and everybody's driving electric cars? You're stuck on the road for 24 hours and all you run out of juice. Well, and that was something that people were talking about. The electric cars were actually doing better, electrics and hybrids, because it does. you don't have to run an electric car. It just doesn't waste anything. So the cars that were actually doing better were cars that were either fully electric or hybrid. So maybe not the answer you were looking for, but I was reading that this morning. Like the electric cars, for the most part, were better than people that had to keep their car running because of the gas because it was burning more gas. Mm. So you could keep it. You don't have to keep it running. You could still run your heater and everything, and wouldn't run it down. Well, it'd be the same thing as a like a gas car running their heater, right? Um, but none of the gas 
But to turn the car on, the gas would have to actually while the heat's working. You could actually turn the heater on an electric car without having the car on. Oh, got it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Like to, to have, unless you're going to run the battery out on a gas car, because you know you never want to have your lights on, your your mm -hmm. dash all your dashboard lights on without the car on. Yeah, you can't run the heater without turning the car on in and, a gas car. Unless you just flip it. But that's not even, it's not even hot <laughs> when it does that. So, so, yeah. so, yes. Does that make sense, Mike? I'm not a car guy, yeah, but... No, I'm, with, I'm just wondering if, I mean, if like you're 24 hours, I'm just wondering how long it'll run like that, you know, without, surely sometimes it's got to run the battery down. If you don't use it, it don't run the battery down. I right. mean, unless you just keep the radio on or the heat, but that's all that's... Does, am I making sense? I don't know how to talk about cars. <laughs> motor go room room. Hey, dude, you're doing great. You're doing. <laughs> and when the motor goes room room, yeah. yes. Anyway, Mike, I appreciate that call. But it's funny. I was reading that how the cars that are actually doing the best are the electrics and the hybrids. But uh, I appreciate that. Hope you're safe out there today. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. See you later. I mean, I know nothing about cars. He just hung up. Like, well, these people had <laughs> adequate charge, right? Yes. It it's like the same as gas. You have to have, but. I'm going to just stop yeah. trying to explain this <laughs> because I also don't – I can see it, but I don't really talk Did about it Did they make well. a portable charge in case of emergency, kind of like a Mophie for a phone? Not really. No. You can just like get a little get, – it'll get you a little extra? Mm-mm. Huh. I don't think so. Not that I've ever seen. Uh, let's go over and talk to uh, Billy in South Carolina. Billy, you're on the air. Hey, morning, y'all. Hey, um, got a question for Amy. A while back, she was talking about uh, facing the decision and you know, we're talking about believing in signs and stuff and like some letters fell off the marquee and said no or something on the highway. Without getting into personal information, I just wanted to know, did she ever make the decision? Did she go with the, the sign or did she not? And did it turn out in her favor? I did go with the decision from the sign. And I guess I don't know yet if it's turned out in my favor, you know? Let go, let God. That's what I, that's what I say right now. <laughs> I don't know yet. I am still following down that path of what the sign told me. And, I mean, really, I think that's what I wanted. And then it was just confirmation for me. And then I'm still in some things that I don't know where it's going yet. I got you. All right, that was it. I just it popped in my head as I was riding down the road. <laughs> yeah. All right, Billy, appreciate it. I don't got you, and I stopped about halfway through that story and checked out because <laughs> it was very vague. Yeah, because I'm not giving yeah. the details. Right, I said right, that right. early on, but I he his question was if I went with the yes or the no, and it gave me no, and I stuck with the no, mm -hmm. um, or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, let's go over to Jerry in South Carolina. You're on, Jerry. What's going on, buddy? Appreciate you calling. Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, Bobby. Uh, I was. Uh, question is about the reference you guys been referencing Betty White and Dan, and uh, uh, the other uh, NFL play, uh, John Madden player that uh, yeah John Madden there you go about their death during the holidays but Dan Reeves also passed away during the holidays and he's a long time NFL coach as well as player I'm just wondering why you guys hadn't referenced about him any uh, not near as a I would say not a pop culture icon at all I know Dan Reeves from coaching the Falcons uh, also won Super Bowls with the Cowboys. But if I were to say Dan Reeves to Amy, she would have no idea who no that idea. was. No idea. If I were to say John Madden. I knew about that one. Right. That And I, I even, when I'm going through things that I want to talk about, like I even pulled John Madden aside because I thought, oh, wow. Because I recognize his face, Madden, the video game, like all the things. But I, yeah, I, 
we're just not a sports show, right? This show is not a sports <laughs> show. Correct. That's correct. <laughs> and again, you got to be a pretty big sports fan. Right. Uh, and not even young now. I mean, I know when I was a kid, I used to coach the Falcons. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that pass away that we don't always reference. Right. But that's why, just not a, uh, a... Not that he didn't matter. Not generally someone that our audience would know, Jerry. Right, right. Now, is it uh, Eddie or Ray that's a Cowboy fan? That's Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, long-time Cowboy fan here since I was small, and I'm 60, so that's been a long time ago. Yes, sir. Hey, let's win one this year, huh? Maybe win one this Come yeah, on, this year. One period. <laughs> yeah, one game. Hope we get a shot at Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. That won't work out very well. All right, appreciate you, Jerry. Thank you very much. All right, see you later. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Phoenix, Arizona. A 53-year-old woman was at the airport doing some drinking, waiting for her flight. She's like, man, I don't know what time my flight is. Looks at her phone. Oh, no. Mr. Flight sees the plane pulling away from the gate. So what's she do? Wave at it. Nah. She runs through the emergency exit, down the flight of stairs, out onto the tarmac. Huh. Which... It's crazy in a few different ways. One, that you can just run out on the tarmac when nobody's stopping you. Yeah, who knew? That there's the ability to just sprint and you can get out there pretty... Like, to me, that's yeah, crazy. I yeah. thought at some point you might get shocked or trip, like they set up a trip line. Oh. Or there's like a bounce. I don't know, a bouncer? <laughs> yeah. a bouncer? But the weird thing is that you can just get out there if you need to. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just not shocked by people being dumb in airports or airplanes anymore. I saw 25 stories of people fighting in airports mm-hmm. or airplanes. I mean, now if a flight goes from... A to B and there's not a fight, I'm like, well, what happened? <laughs> like, I need a fight every flight now or I feel like something's not right. Uh, what happened to her, Lunchbox? Uh, the 53-year-old woman was arrested and charged with trespassing. Also, she's not 19. She's 53. Yeah, but she's been drinking. Okay, but then <laughs> that puts you at about 25. Okay. <laughs> that makes you... All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I did a Q&A on my Instagram story. And I just go, hey, ask me a question. And I just answer a bunch of them. And someone's like, hey, when are you going to say what you did in Costa Rica for a month? And I said, well, I can't yet. I said, but that's also why I'm not on American Idol this next season because it's on a different network and I can't do both shows. And I had to pick. And so it turned into a news story, which was the craziest thing ever because I just wrote it on an Instagram story. Uh, here's People Magazine. Bobby Bones reveals he is not returning to American Idol for upcoming season. Calls it a, quote, great four years. <laughs> well, first of all, it sounds like I'm, I've been fired and it sounds, it sounds like I'm dying. Yeah. Um, but... I couldn't believe this became a story because it was on it everywhere. And it says, taking part in a Q&A on social media. He said he's filming a new show in Costa Rica. When someone asked what a series is, he said he couldn't share it yet. The network hasn't announced the show. I'm going to chill a bit, but it's a really good show. Host Ryan Seacrest, Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lionel Rich are set to return when it premieres. But look at that. Oh. Something I never expected to make. the. I kind of did it one or two and everybody positioned it so negative. Like Bobby's not returning. Yeah. I wish it had been like, Bobby isn't going back to Idol, but he's going somewhere else. Yeah, da, da, da. Yeah, Come yeah. back later for the answer. <laughs> didn't work out that no, way. No, it didn't. It just seemed like I wasn't invited back. What were you going to say? Well, I don't know. It's just crazy that they can, yeah, you you don't even have to do like a legit interview anymore to announce something. You just do a Q&A Does on Instagram. Does that mean that someone's always watching? Like is someone that works at People Magazine is always watching your Instagram? Him? Yeah. Like, no. Yes. No, How does not. it get well, to them then? Mean? No, no, no. First of all, I'm not famous. So I don't, they don't look at my stuff. But what I think happened was, one of the country music blogs did it. Ah. It probably got hits and kind of climbed upward. Oh. That's what I would assume. Okay. But anyway. Well, the country music places are for sure following. And I announced that on this show, 
in a post show like two months ago. I was like, hey, I'm not going back to Idol. I can't. I got to go do this other show. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. I remember. But so, they, weren't, they weren't listening to this. So I guess my Instagram story is bigger <laughs> than this show. <laughs> wow. I've never heard of Crowbar with a K. I didn't know Kroger had bars. Yes. I didn't either until I was doing some grocery shopping and happened upon this rowdy group of men watching football, hanging out. In and a I Kroger? Thought, in, a, in a Kroger. Yes, by my house. And then I look up and I see a big sign that says Crowbar. <laughs> like <laughs> over by the meat section, but it's a bar and there was all men there. Maybe on the day I was there, I'm sure some women use it too. But in my mind, I thought, okay. Are their wives shopping and they're just chilling at the bar waiting for things to wrap it up and they can watch games and have a few drinks? Like, I thought it was interesting, but Kroger, Crowbar, they apparently are making money off of it. I'm sure it's an easy way to get a little extra cash flow. Also, funny name, Crowbar. Crowbar. Have you seen it, Eddie? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you've seen this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been at it? Okay, let me be honest. I like to be honest with our listeners. Go ahead. I don't go grocery shopping a lot. (laughs) I'm be honest with you. Well, I do. Okay, it happens about once every three or four months and I'll go with Caitlin. (laughs) So if this is something that's happened for a long time, I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, it's I've pretty never sad seen looking it. though, because it's only got like five stools. One bartender and five stools, right? Like five or six stools. Yeah, but this had guys gathered around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would assume it's used for one of two things. One, while one half of the couple grocery shops, the other half goes to the bar. That, d- that day that you saw it, it was mostly men at the bar. Like at the mall, you'll see a lot of dudes just sitting around in the middle on the chairs. <laughs> the benches? Yes. So it could be something similar to that. Or two, it could be, hey, honey, I'm going to go and do some grocery shopping. Yes. I'll go to the bar. And, and, and then they go and they do it, but they also go by the bar for a little okay, bit. I didn't think about that. And then they come home with the milk and the eggs and the whatever. You're gone for an hour and a half. Like, <laughs> why are half the carton of eggs broken? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I normally go to a different grocery store, but I needed. Some, I was looking for something else. So, yeah, same thing. If these have been around for a while, sorry. Crowbar hours of operation. This is a random one. Monday through Thursday, 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh. I wonder if you can pick somebody up at Crowbar. You know how people always say, if you're single, go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a little more to that now. I walked by one time and there was like four dudes and one girl and they were all hidden on the girl. It was like, it was a full-fledged bar there, Bones, at the grocery store. Can can you just buy someone a shot that's in like the, you know, cupcake aisle? Yeah, maybe. Like go get them a shot and walk it over there? (laughs) I don't know that you can leave the bar. You, You, I don't think you can walk around the grocery store drinking. Friday and Saturday open till 10 p.m. Ooh. Please keep your alcoholic beverage in the designated restaurant and patio area. There you go. The last call is 30 minutes before close. So people are going to sit around for a half hour after they get their drinks. But if you're at the grocery store till 10 o'clock, <laughs> maybe that's just because the bar closest to your house. I'm just, I mean, maybe they get to know the people. They get to know the bartender. They get to go know the meat guy that's like a few feet away. Yeah. Herbie who works in yeah. yeah, and then maybe yeah. they get hooked up with the good steaks. That's true, too. They could. And maybe people after work go over. Like Maybe you cheers? work at Kroger, I don't know. and you oh, finish, yeah. and you walk over and have a drink. That's risky. Why? I drinking where you, I don't know, where you work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we used to work at a restaurant. People would get off work all the time and go over to the bar. Oh, okay. In the same restaurant. All right, we're out of here. Bye, everybody. Get your, get your Bobby Bones on. 